0: This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and also healingsuicide.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and a channel and an energy worker and a psychic medium. And uh, at tdjacobs.com you'll find a bunch of tools to help you in your evolution, all kinds. Of energetically programmed crystals to open things up and stop old patterns and seed new ones. Also, get rid of energies that you don't need anymore. Uh, consultations, classes, mp3 courses, all kinds of things. Uh, In current events, I am actively promoting and booking the Lilith Healing Intensive, a four-day immersive uh, healing experience regarding uh, Lilith energy uh, in your life and in your body and your emotions. And that's April 4th through 7th in uh, 2019 in uh, Portland, Oregon. And uh, stay tuned for future ones. I also have uh, the Pluto intensive, uh, Pluto healing intensive, uh, September 26th through 29th. Then I have two uh, tentative, I'm almost ready to say yes, I'm committed uh, to two in uh, August in the London area, London, UK. So anyway, so I'm I'm, uh, working on that schedule for uh, 2019. So this MP3 is a little update on uh, Donald Trump, and uh, I encourage you, if you haven't heard them already, To go back to 2016 and uh, November of 2016, I think I might have even done one during the campaign a few weeks uh, before that or months earlier, Um, but I did some profile work. I talked about uh, Trump's chiron, uh, including even after he was in office and he pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, that one's called Donnie, a Chiron story. I encourage you to um, to to listen to those analyses, and this is going to be an update that just kind of builds on that a little bit. And a couple of things that I want to get more detailed about for you to kind of understand beyond transits and progressions, and beyond you know eclipses and solar arcs and different timing factors that astrologers use. I want you to understand in a more uh, depth-oriented way, a particular f- couple features of his natal chart, of his multi-life journey, in fact. So I want you to be able to understand... Um, well, okay, let me interrupt myself. We strive to have compassion for all beings, and we, we want to use we. I want you to use astrology. I want to use it this way, and I want you to use it to have more understanding of why people do what they do. And this has been the question of my whole life. I remember being a little kid and um, wanting to un- wanting to know with certainty like why people did what they did. And as a kid, I saw clearly that they did what they did because of their thoughts and beliefs. And sometimes those were wrapped up together and sometimes they were different. But I didn't know more than that. And then uh, uh, was led into uh, evolutionary astrology and channeling and, and learning, you know, spiritual perspectives from an ascended master and an archangel, and and, and the end result is that um, I'm pretty well able to explain why people do what they do, <laughs> because uh, I've learned all these uh, pretty cool things for uh, in these different areas of study, and I've been taught how to um, combine them together to uh, pretty... pretty um, Uh, direct effect that actually helps people understand themselves better. So then I want to do an mp3 and help you understand why this other person does what he does. So anyway, check out those other mp3s. Um, Donnie, a Chiron story. One's called The World is Not Going to Shit. That was the day after the election in November 2016. Anyway, so you can check those out at at your leisure. Um, This... Like, I was just looking at Trump's transits and progressions and solar arcs, and I just really got the sense that beyond... Um, beyond I mean, there is a, there is a couple stories, you know, with transit progressions, but the real core of what I want to tell you about is his, um, this Pluto in the 12th, and, and Mars in the 12th, but mostly this Pluto in the 12th, and also the nodal stuff, which I have talked about before, but today I'm going to do it as, as an update. So, the way I do evolutionary astrology... And this is different from what other evolutionary astrologers say, because I combine some things that humans have said, and then I get an upgrade from an Ascended Master. So don't assume that because I've been in Steve Forrest's program for, you know, 14 years, that um, that I'm saying exactly what he said. A lot of people do assume that and categorize me as Forrest trained. Uh, that's true, but I've carried some of the teachings much further with the help of an ascended master and there are also people who assume that jeffrey wolf green's style of evolutionary astrology is the only one out there so if i say i'm an evolutionary astrologer well then obviously i use the polarity point and all these other things and i don't so just understand what i'm doing is a third thing in evolutionary astrology i value the work of those two individuals and yet this is a different perspective so in my view pluto represents in a birth chart the empowerment journey that the soul sets out for its human selves in many lifetimes. So central to my view of evolutionary astrology and karma and soul is that we don't have past lives. We have multiple lifetimes, the memories of which are stored in our unconscious uh, reservoirs. So from the soul's perspective, all these things are happening simultaneously. With Pluto, uh, and so I'm attempting to get people in touch with the wisdom of soul so they can understand this life as a chapter in this long-term journey. So I don't pinpoint one past life. I don't tell one past life story, and that's what every other evolutionary astrologer seems to do. What I'm doing is helping people understand the landscape of the ups and downs, because the empowerment journey represents both when it feels great to do the Pluto thing and also when it feels terrible and you and your un- and your unconscious carry the memories of all the best and worst from many lifetimes so with Pluto the way i think of it is you have to do a person has to do this in order to make life feel meaningful so the stakes are extremely high when it comes to Pluto but That cache of emotional memories when it looks like one failed or was overpowered or one didn't have the strength to do something or was outgunned or outnumbered, when it didn't work or when this thing led to death or shame, which can feel like a death. Um, The Pluto thing in a person represents what you have to do, but also what you might be afraid to do or what you might be pretty clear is going to end in disaster so you might hold yourself back from doing it. So this is this weird edge we're all teeter tottering on every single human in in the way that I understand uh, from what I've channeled about what Pluto represents. The emotional memories from other lifetimes are real to you when they are triggered which is why you know a fear or phobia is out of proportion to what's actually in front of you sometimes. You know, you're terrified of uh, heights, but you've never been on a bridge or a tall building or on top of a mountain. You know, or or you're terrified of sharks. You know, you've never been in the open water. You know, you'd have, you know. So so these things that are out of proportion represent these very real emotional memories for many lifetimes that are in our unconscious and that get triggered from time to time. So with Pluto, you have to do it but you're terrified of doing it. And if you want to know uh, what your Pluto's about and how I do your karmic story, the Soul's Journey Soundbite is a great option. And also the Soul's Journey Soundbite database if you're a student and want to learn how I do this. Um, Also evolutionary basics... Evolutionary Astrology Basics 1, the home study course. It's not a basics astrology class, but it introduces soul karma reincarnation and the four steps of the karmic story as I teach them. So anyway, you have some resources and options at tdjacobs.com if you want to get into yours personally or learn how I do these analyses and learn the whole backstory of the soul's journey. So Pluto is this thing that you crave doing. As I said, the stakes are very high. You want to do it. Well, Trump's Pluto's in the 12th house, so his best possibilities and worst-case scenarios are wrapped up with the 12th house. Let me give you uh, his data, just to be clear. June 14th, 1946, 10.54 a.m., in Jamaica, New York. Again, June 14th, 1946, 10.54 a.m., in Jamaica, New York. So he has Pluto on the 12th, he has Sun on the 10th, he has that uh, last couple minutes of Leo rising Mars in the 12th on the 12th uh, near the Ascendant. So Pluto on the 12th says, and this is really the core of what I want to tell you about today, in more depth than I may have in those previous MP3s. I've, I've certainly referenced it and talked about it, but I want you to really look at this thing, this impasse, essentially, where he thinks he's going to win about this border wall thing with, with Congress and getting funding for it. He really thinks he's going to win. He's grasping at straws, he's holding uh, the, the government hostage for a campaign promise he could never fulfill. And I want to talk about how this is Pluto in the 12th house. <laughs> and also a little how it's a misunderstanding about Sun in the tenth house, which is conjunct his North Node, of course. So um, put on the twelfth house. The main—that's cut through a bunch of stuff. I want you to understand the main goal, or the main, uh, the final. Uh, how do you say this? The thing that has to happen in time and that will happen is that the ego must surrender to a higher truth or something bigger than itself. So that's what's happening for one twelfth of the population regarding this most important thing that the person has to do to make life feel meaningful. But surrender can feel like submitting, right? And some people might, some people who have a humble streak might say, well, you know, sometimes you have to. But, if in a bunch of lifetimes you feel insignificant because you keep coming up against things that are bigger than you, well, you might not want to submit or to surrender control over yourself and your life. So it is not uncommon for people with Pluto in the 12th to find themselves um, you know, painted into a corner you know, boxed in and not realize that something good is waiting for them if they just surrender to the thing, if they just surrender to what is happening. Because with Pluto in the 12th, part of the category of things that are in your highest good, well, some of those things involve you learning that you are part of the universe, you're part of the world. It's not just your ego. You're part of a fabric of consciousness and unco- collective unconscious. You're part of the world. And so all this stuff with, with uh, Trump seeming to behave as if he's a monarch, well, here we have Leo in the 12th house. Part of, part of the um, uh, survive, emotional survival strategy, which becomes a defense mechanism, uh, to feeling pushed around is to become a bully, That happens with Pluto in the Twelfth sometimes. Megalomaniac or bully. Uh, In in Leo, you know, narcissism and selfishness and and presuming, you know, regal, uh, being a royal. Because you're trying to puff up your ego so you don't have to surrender because that means submitting and that means defeat because you're not the most important thing. Which, for somebody like Trump, means if he's not the most important thing, then he's nothing. And that is this false dichotomy where um, you know, he's learning about ego. And that, and that brings up this whole thing about Lucifer conjunct Saturn. Uh, I talked about that during the campaign when he was uh, being, a, uh, being not cool toward Jorge Ramos, the Univision journalist. And I talked about how each of them has Lucifer conjunct Saturn natally and how different it comes out in them. That's worth looking up too. That's on SoundCloud as well. (laughs) But that might be from like 2015 or early 2016. Um, Because Lucifer is about how you align your ego. Lucifer in anybody's chart actually is not that far different from this Leo 12th house Pluto. How do I figure out what ego is supposed to be? How do I use it? Is this is everything just about my gratification or is there something bigger going on that I am part of in Lu- the Lucifer uh thread there's this desire to be of service to something higher than you bigger than you like surrendering to being of service once you admit that your ego is not the only thing that that is important but in cycling through Lucifer problems we, you know, Lucifer learnings. We go through phases of problem, regarding um, assuming we are better and bigger and brighter than everybody else. I mean, Lucifer is Saturn in the eleventh. Look at how he handled the debates and how he deals with every person he perceives as his adversary, uh, in Cancer in the eleventh house. You know, like like finding enemies everywhere because they're they're critical of him. So anyway, that's kind of Lucifer thread here. But then the sun idea, sun on the north note says, I haven't been taught healthy models of ego, how to have a sense of self without being demanding and selfish. In the 10th house, I have never learned responsibility, and I have, no, I have never been taught how to give something to the world. So he hasn't been taught how to do that, so he's running on basically his dad's model of being a business person, which is being a crook, a criminal, a cheat. So that's how you know that's how he lives. That's his idea because he's defending against what I did talk about in the in the Donia Chiron story. Because his south node ruler is Jupiter conjunct Chiron in the House of Self Esteem, so he know he he believes strongly that he's worthless, and so he's puffing it up with with money and attitude and bullying, and now you know what he believes is political power, completely failing to understand what actual power is, which I'll get into here. So anyway, these kind of three things about ego. Um, but with the Pluto on the 12th, as I said, the end game, not the individual's goal, because the individual will not want to surrender, especially with a multi-life history and cache of memories in the unconscious that say I've been overpowered and I have had to give up something that matters to me. That, that's the core of a 12th house planet. We have to surrender something. With Pluto on the 12th, something really important to me, I've had to give up. I have had to surrender, and so for somebody like Trump, it looks like losing. That's why he is talking about winning and losing. That's a huge part of why he frames everything in terms of that. Because if he is not the best and brightest, if he's not getting all the media attention, then he, then his inner suspicion. I mean, he's very clear. It's not even a suspicion. His inner confidence. That he is a loser and he's a nothing. He's a zero and he's not worth anything except the money he has. That gets triggered. So, so this whole one of the reasons about this this border wall business um, that's so important to understand is, like, you can have your opinion about why he is petulant and immature and whatever. You can understand the context of he made this promise and now even over the last few days promised during the campaign about the border. Well, even over the last few days it has been reported um, that this was actually a a kind of mnemonic device to get him to remember by by his aides during the campaign, figuring out what what can he talk about that he can latch onto and be consistent with that would remind him to discuss the importance of border security. And so this image of the wall comes up. Well now he's painted into a corner, he's boxed in and he's not gonna get it. Now he's fighting, he's holding the government hostage, all these hundreds of thousands of government workers. More and more reporting is coming out. I don't know if we're in like I don't know, like day nineteen or something right now or eighteen, where um, people are talking about, you know, getting a second shot like government workers, getting a second job, borrowing money from family, maybe losing an apartment, like making decisions between medicine and food and gas and You know, all that kind of stuff, and that's going to be more and more. And this is a fight he can't win, and this is being boxed into a 12th house corner. So for him, he has lifetime, some lifetimes, uh, some memories from different lifetimes of shame if he loses. And that's one of the reasons why the stakes are so high. So he's revisiting his campaign promise, in part because he's freaking out about the Mueller and other investigations, because he knows what he did and he knows people are talking and telling tales like they're telling on him. So that's part of the distraction, but the other thing is he truly believes that he can't be indicted while he's president, so he's he's fully invested in doing whatever it takes to get reelected. And he thinks that, I mean he's it's really a delusion, which is another puto in the 12th issue, but he he does really believe that he can get reelected if he builds this wall, because then his base will support him, and he'll, you know, he's already campaigning. It's it's January 8 twenty nineteen today. He's already campaigning for that November twenty twenty election as promises made, promises delivered. That's the that's the tagline of the campaign. So it kind of brings a smile because um, it's just not true. It's just more, you know, more more untruths. But with on the twelfth, you puff your when you're afraid of losing. You might puff yourself up so you are, you know, you tell yourself you're invincible. Because if you are invincible, because if you aren't invincible, then you lose. And one other thing I want you to understand about Put on the Twelfth is you might lose everything. It's not just, you know, um, a thing or a relationship or... It's not just like, you know, somebody can go through a scandal... And uh, with Pluto almost anywhere in the chart, a politician might go through a scandal and come back later or at least revive some part of his or her career and be part of the world. But with Pluto in the 12th, the results can be devastating. Think about the 12th house, uh, how we have talked about it in astrology for a while, uh, the house of self-undoing and institutions and asylums and hospitals and prisons. When you lose power in the twelfth house, like when Pluto goes wrong, it's devastating. I don't know if he'll end up in prison or whatever. I, I, I don't know. It, it, but, but whatever it is, he will feel, he will not be able to help but feeling the most intense sort of shame any person can experience. But what I want you to understand is he already feels that shame. He's just trying to stave off the reality of having it be revealed and definitive and him having to admit to it. <laughs> Cuz that's the defeat. Self-knowledge, self-awareness is for him a defeat. Now as I say that all of this since he announced his candidacy, I have well, I should say it this way, for the first 5 or 6 or 8 or 10 months or something, um when he would speak and say these awful, horrible things and just reveal his ignorance, I would laugh out of nervousness, nervous tension, because I have put on the 12th. <laughs> I have put on the 12th, and, I, and I, I on a certain level, I understand what he's doing. I also have my south note in the 10th house, where his north note is, and I also understand from a practical, grounded perspective, you just don't do those things if you actually want to do something in the world. Like I under I've been there. I understand how to make shit happen in the world, but I also understand the Pluto paranoia, the fear, the fear of submitting because that seems like failure or you turn out to be a loser. I understand those things and I spent my life trying to not be like him. <laughs> you know, like like to not be somebody who is, um, in that position or constantly creates such positions for himself. So I, I, I kind of, when I first heard heard him start, you know, saying these things, I would laugh because I was like, oh, you know, like a nervous laughter. Not, oh my gosh, what a clown, or no. Like that came later. I was perplexed and dumbfounded that something that I would be terrified, that I have been terrified of becoming is actually being said by this person who is taking himself seriously. And thinks he's like the real deal, and I was like, "That's like the worst-case scenario for ego gone wrong." So, as I said, at some point he has to submit, and this could come in different forms. And I don't do predictive stuff, but we'll—I'll ju- just speak about for a moment about some of the obvious possibilities that others have, you know, have and are speaking about. You know, he may be impeached. Uh, but that's, in, that's to do that's an action by the House of Representatives that would then have to be followed by conviction in the Senate. So it's you know if he is impeached, it doesn't mean he gets removed from office. It is only if he is uh, uh, what did I say? If he's charged, well, I think that's the right word. Forgive me if I'm misspeaking that. But um, so even like Clinton, you know, 20 some years ago was impeached but not removed from office meaning they said you committed a crime but they didn't you know the second part of the process didn't happen so it's possible that he gets impeached but doesn't leave office Uh, it's possible that he gets impeached and and maybe is convicted by the senate and and that would be grounds for removal from office it's possible it's also possible that he now just bear with me it's possible that he may feel forced to resign early depending on how these things are going to work. Now, he might fight till the very end. Like, he might fight until he loses the election in 2020 because there's no way he can win. There's just no way he can win because he is especially, and, you know, we've heard this over and over again since he took office, that this is like the final straw or whatever, the last nail in the coffin. But really, this thing about um, the furloughed federal workers and people having choices between medicine and food, come on. Like, he is losing their support. He keeps saying he has their support. No he doesn't. So this is like just another you know another hundredth thing that erodes whatever support he may have left because he digs his heels in cuz he can't lose. Everyone else is suffer. All these other people are suffering and their votes. So um him painting himself into a corner is his particular 12th house uh surrender point you know it's leading up to the surrender whatever happens it's a defeat for him and he'll try to spin it as not a defeat but it is he will lose office he will lose power even being in office these people who have paid uh... uh... licensing rights to have his name on their buildings have, you know i don't know a handful of them have removed them deals have not happened you know it's like Things you know, things in his family business are not going well. The the foundation's now shut down under the eye of the New York Attorney General, like they're not letting them steal the remaining money that they've already messed around with. You know, like like they're losing influence, losing power, losing what they think makes them great. So so I'm going to describe to you a little more about uh, plutonian empowerment, so you can understand the contrast and frankly, live your life in a different way to make sure you don't end up like these morons. <laughs> I'm, I'm biased. I'm not objective. Okay, so don't leave comments on this saying, uh, Tom, you should just... I had somebody do this on my YouTube channel a few months ago. You should just announce that you're a liberal. and You know, and this whole, like... This person was just, like, regurgitating Fox News talking points. This was during the... Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearing where I put up a thing and and talked about the Me movement or whatever and this person was just repeating Fox talking points and accusing me of being divisive using the Fox language. It was was really kind of surreal. So anyway, so you can just save that comment. It's all good. (laughs) I can't imagine you want to... I couldn't imagine this dude would want to watch any of my videos. (sighs) Maybe I should start all my videos and MP3s off with... um, I am not objective, I am biased, I care about people, therefore, if you were sent by Fox News, you're not going to be happy, save your time. Anyway, so, um, okay, so, oh, let me, let me just say also, this teaching about Pluto is in the Pluto Generations course, it's another, it's another MP3 course that's offered through my site, on the um, MP3 course, on the Learn Astrology page pick like I don't know I think it's called astrology mp3 courses or something anyway that is multiple hours going from Pluto and Cancer which starts in like 1913 the birth to 1913 up to Pluto and Capricorn which goes to twenty twenty three twenty four, 24 uh, the births happening now anyway explain a lot of the Pluto teachings in that so check that out if you're interested in that uh, and also my my two books and also some handouts are included the two books are the first two souls journey books uh, as uh, PDFs and so so there's a, some Some download perks and an extra materials in there to really help you uh, get into my thought process. So, Pluto empowerment has, to many, over time, looked like, um, you know, attached to externals. If I have money, well, then I can feel safe. Then I can like myself. Then I can give myself permission to be confident. If I have status, if I have respect, if I have, you know, whatever enough money to, to build a wall around my house to keep the riffraff out. I always use that. You guys are sick of hearing that. But um, that kind of perception of how can I feel confident? Well, I need certain things. I need X amount of dollars and so much in retirement savings and a big wall around my house, you know, whatever it is. Um, we tie it to externals. Well, then if we lose it, then, you know, our self-confidence is lost. So the core of true Plutonian empowerment from an energetic consciousness, spiritual, even common sense, once I, once I explain it to you, common sense perspective, is absolute, unflinching, unashamed self-awareness, which requires shadow work, followed by absolute, unflinching, unashamed self-acceptance, which is bringing light understanding, compassion, acceptance, love to the shadows. So what in you feels like a monster, feels like a terrible thing? What is it about you you, can't, you haven't yet been able to love? Well, that's Plutonian shadow work. And so when you look at your fears and your guilt and your shame and your uh, whatever you're embarrassed about in yourself, whatever you're ashamed of, and, and also deep, intense, painful emotions, when you look at those things without judgment, and you learn to work with them without judgment, then you have, you know, more plutonium power. The high side of Pluto is being in touch with your own truth, and being an agent of change. That might sound like a corny, cheesy phrase, but when you are in, um, how do you say this? When you're in harmony with your hot button issues and you're less reactive and other people can't make you afraid of what might happen next because you understand the profiles of your fears and your guilt nobody can make you feel guilty because you are working with it and you own it with compassion same with shame you know when you own those and and anger right and anger comes from pain uh when you were working with all these things nobody can push your buttons and you will feel an internal sense of wanting to make something in the world better you want to be an agent of no change behind your personality quirks your preferences your fears and doubts and whatever is the desire to be of service because behind your personality is the divine consciousness that your soul lends you can get in touch with your divine consciousness while human if you live according to if you live in harmony or in accord with what your soul has you here to do so, and that's what everything in my work is about, and so I feel like I can speak with some authority on this process. I have my fears, I have my shame and depressiveness and anger and whatever, but I also have the ability to step into working with it in intentional way any of those things in intentional ways, and I can then be an agent of change to see to, to see it in the world what I want to see happen. So, Pudu on the twelfth. Empowerment comes from recognizing the intense fear of being overwhelmed. The intense, you know, perhaps even somewhat paralyzing uh, shame about having lost everything and feeling like a loser. Having something taken away from you and perceiving you're being judged by a divine figure. Because many people over the last, you know, 6,000 years of patriarchal religious teachings have personified God as one person not every culture on the planet but a lot of people have and i'm speaking here in 2019 from the u.s. which is based in a kind of judeo-christian in a certain way you know we're shaped by judeo-christian values over the last several hundred years lots of different people here in the u.s. now uh but they're kind of core of judeo-christian ideas and 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 hubris and thinking you're better than god these are issues and you know wanting to, needing to follow the rules and be a good member of society. This is another kind of uh, thing people run into. But with Pluto and the 12th, if you personify God, then when something goes wrong, you feel you're being punished. Or you feel that you're being told you're worthless. Either way, those are both very damaging. For my own part, The feeling is of being punished. That's what comes up over and over again. But for Trump, it could go either way. I'm just trying to feel into it. I mean, he doesn't acknowledge any sort of divine energy, and I think that's because he needs to not feel that he's being told he's worthless if he loses something. And he has lost a lot multiple bankruptcies. He ran his casinos like a moron. His whole money laundering history, you know, ski, history of schemes didn't work, and he failed and went bankrupt, you know. And every big promise he's made has turned out to be, you know, full of holes, and he has failed. And so I don't know personally, like him personally, if he perceives it's punishment from a god or just judgment. But but either way, you know, he's trying to defend against having to lose. But now he's pinned it into a corner, and he's going to lose. So we're either gonna see you know, the continuing of this unfolding of this almost slow-motion nervous breakdown where he denies reality uh, and is losing it. And, and I don't know if he has the beginnings of dementia or not. I, I, don't, I don't know. But, but he's definitely losing his grip. Now there are these multiple scenarios where he's painted into a corner, and, and um, you know, it's egoic pride and also fear of being indicted that, that has him focusing on this campaign promise that, you know, the people don't really want. A quarter of the country wants a wall, something like that. Three quarters don't. So anyway, being painted into a corner is a very normal process of living with Pluto in the 12th house because you, in the end, will submit. But here's the thing. This is really important to understand for, for 12th house planets, especially Pluto, but any planet in the 12th house. You will submit, but it is not because you're wrong. You will not be forced to submit because you're a loser, a moron, an idiot, because you're terrible. You will submit because that is the natural order of things. That is the inevitable path with Pluto in the Twelfth. And you are a spiritual being with Pluto in the Twelfth learning that you are not the only thing that exists. You are learning with ego that ego is not the only thing. So there are two ways There are kind of two way. Well, I might amend this, but it seems like there are two main pathways to proceed with put on the twelfth. One is feeling powerless and ineffectual and giving up. And the other one is, well, yeah, there are multiple ones. Sorry. And the other one is another one is um, forcing your egoic control to try to make something happen. Like fighting the universe. And that's what Trump is doing. He is fighting everything all the time. Any bit of resistance, he fights. He's at war. And with with something in the twelfth, you know, this idea of the inevitability of submission, I don't want to be too poetical or flowery about it, but with that idea, um you know, you don't want to give up an inch because in many lifetimes you've been forced to give up a mile. So, so that's the kind of position uh, that he is in. So another pathway here, which can result from either giving up and then stopping giving up, or from fighting and then having to submit, is being in alignment with something bigger than yourself. And um, for somebody like Trump, you know, he, he, because he is a criminal... And he's a con man, you know. He he knows that jail is a possibility. He knows that because in some lifetimes I'm sure he's being locked up for snelling for snelling snake selling snake oil. Like I, I, you know, there's no there's no doubt that he's a fraud in in many lifetimes. In some lifetimes he isn't, uh, but in some lifetimes he is. And there's no doubt that, um, you know, he would look at anything as a punishment. But the thing is, what's waiting for someone to put in the twelfth? Is to learn to work with life, and you know, if you feel trapped or painted into a corner, if you see that life is about growth, and there's a potential there to, um, you know, to continue living and to be part of the world, you know, then there's p- potential to come to come out of it without a bunch of shame and, and guilt and judgment and embarrassment. But ultimately, the submission thing is about asking you to find out, like, to put faith in something. If you put your faith only in your own ego, or the the idea that your money makes you important, then you're going to lose. Like, you're going to lose everything, because you banked everything on this not-true idea. You are a consciousness, conscious being, you're a soul. You're part of the fabric of, of, of life on Earth, so... So ultimately, Pluto on the twelfth, I said this inevitable ability of submission, but ultimately the goal from the soul's point of view is that you learn to align yourself so as to be part of the world. And when somebody does part of the fabric of humanity, part of the landscape of consciousness that exists, the the fabric of life on earth, when you do that, then you find that core motivation to do something valuable. When you get over your own pettiness, you find the inner motivation to bring something of value to make life better for others. Because behind your pettiness, behind your perceptions of powerlessness or your ego issues, is the desire to serve because your soul, the true nature of your soul, is 100%. I am there for every other soul. So this is ultimately a long-term learning journey for somebody with a signature to have to give up everything or to give up something important in order to learn how to define the ego in a healthy way, because when you have put on the twelfth and you do submit to a higher truth, you have an energetic, spiritual, love-based, compassion-centered power, and you can make a difference. But you are a human living with ego, so you're always having this dance of, wait a minute, is this me? Or am I a vessel for something? Am I being part of something bigger than myself? So, anyway, you know, I've said before and other people have said that Trump is like a child. And um, I talked a lot about that self esteem stuff in the other MP3s with the Chiron in the second house and Southland Ruhr conjunct uh, Chiron. And, uh, and I stand by that. That's, you know, but as far as the development as a conscious being, this is, you know, he has lived an entire life, as many people do, uh, in a, an immature state. And he is, he got what he wanted, right? He is, by title, the most important person on, in, uh, you know, in the country or the leader of the free world or whatever, you know. And so he got what he wanted. And now there's a reality of how the world actually works beyond his own egoic whims. So he's getting schooled in that. And like I said, we may watch a, a slow motion uh, nervous breakdown um, we may be watching that, so um I've just imagined him just to be clear I mean just to be fair I've imagined him resigning Earl you know resigning so as to avoid prosecution because it's not actually true that a sitting president can't be indicted and prosecuted that's not actually true that's guidance from the Justice Department from decades ago, but that's not that's not actually law so um that may happen, right? Be you know, like we won't prosecute your children if you just resign and give up your business. Uh, I've also, you know, I've I've also over the years I've watched uh, the TV show uh, Twenty Four streaming online, and I've also wondered, like, is he the kind of person who couldn't admit defeat and be seen with the shame of either being not? Re- I've wondered if he might kill himself. I don't know. I've wondered about that because the intense, like the fear of being shamed, obviously all of his efforts are geared toward, I don't think he will do that, but I just have thought about, it. I've wondered, all of his efforts are geared toward painting a picture of himself as unshamable, even as he's shameless and has all these terrible behaviors and whatever. But I've thought about that. I've thought about him getting to the election and simply not being reelected. and thought about that. Whatever it is, at this point, it's guaranteed to feel to him like a defeat. So, this is a journey, this, uh, you know, just we're coming closer to the end of the MP3, but just this journey here with this Pluto in the 12th house, there's an inevitability of submission. If you fight, you may feel defeated. But what's happening is your guides your spirit guides who are helping you, who read this manual of your soul's journey that you can't read. With your guides and using astrology charts, I can tell you what that manual says, but most people don't have access to that information um, because they don't understand the higher truth about what soul is having a human do. So they don't understand what this roadmap of the astrology chart says. Uh, but anyway, using those tools, we can discern it and decipher it. That's what I do for my clients all the time. But... Um, Every helpful influence will help, you know, in your life, these unseen beings and guides, and whatever, will conspire to get you to the place where you have to give up. Your personality may feel that as a defeat, but your, uh, you know, your your spiritual self is in need of growth. So, yeah, that's the idea here. Um, check out those other MP3s on Trump, also, uh, and uh, check out the Soul's Journey Soundbite and the Soul's Journey Sound, which is your 20-minute your mini-reading to give you the overview of all the themes of your multiple lives, including this one, and including discerning beliefs, which are karmas, and how to change them and how to make things work better. Um, and also the Soul's Journey Soundbite database, which collects at this point over 530 of those readings anonymously, so my students and others can learn how I do karmic astrology, like, you don't have to be a channel uh, to do astrology like I've been taught by Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Merlin, Saint Germain, Hermes. Um, yeah, so, and also the Evolutionary Astrology Basics 1 home study course, uh, which lays out this entire story of soul and karma and then tells you how to start using the symbols in the chart to discern the karmic story and to start building. Uh, effective karmic stories. So check out what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com and also uh, the important story at healingsuicide.com. Yeah, and be in touch if I can be of service in any way. Take care.